if you are uh, looking for any financial advice because I have the ideal man to help you out in that regard uh, that is uh, Tommy Corbett of Kerry Corbett Financial Solutions who is uh, directly across from me now how are you Tommy? Morning Alan uh, Good morning <coughs> to you um, The topic this week uh, you're going to talk about life insurance in relation to cancer but before we get to that uh, you were with us last time speaking about the UK pensions and you mentioned the deadline uh, to sort all that out was the 5th of April but my word there's been, they've been inundated with people trying to mm. sort it out so it has been extended Yeah so we've had a number of queries um, to our office now we can't really help anyone in relation to the UK state pension but um, from our experience like when you ring them you could be waiting two and three hours so basically there seems to be thousands if not millions of people that are actually trying to um, avail of this opportunity and they have extended the deadline to the end of July which is good news so anyone that is worried about the 5th of April they can relax a little bit but it is it, it, is, it is extended to the end of July but it is a little bit of a, an arduous task but I think it is well worth well worth it if you're in that position. Yeah, and in fairness, if you think about the amount of people from abroad who would have worked in the UK at one time, never mind even just the amount of Irish people, it's yeah. no wonder that they've uh, extended and it's only the for, deadline. I think it's a minimum of three years. So, you know, if you're there three years and one month, you're entitled to um, make a top up and, and, and claim benefits. You'd be mad not to folks yep. if, if you were there. So sort that out on a deadline extended to the end of July. Okay, we're going to speak about uh, life insurance in relation to cancer. And Tommy, if you get a unfortunate enough to get a cancer diagnosis it, does that have any impact in terms of, of applying for life insurance? Yeah absolutely um, so where this has come up really is in the last number of weeks um, the Irish Cancer Society has come out uh, with um, a number of surveys saying that you know people that have suffered or have suffered um, a cancer diagnosis are finding it hard when dealing with financial services particularly in relation to insurance policies like life insurance serious illness covered that kind of thing so today we're just going to have a chat and see you know what what needs to be done or you know um, what it really means to people that have had a uh, cancer diagnosis um, the first thing is how does life insurance work basically you know when you apply for life insurance you fill out a form and on that form it'll, it'll ask you your weight your height you know your smoking status your drinking status and then your medical history mm-hmm. um, and um, based on that form then will will we'll, uh, dictate as to where it goes from there so for instance if you've had a previous cancer diagnosis that'll go to a chief medical officer in that insurance company and he or she based on a committee basis, obviously, uh, will decide as to the next move. The first thing they will do is look for a medical history report. So they will write your GP or any specialist you may have gone, you, you may have um, gone to. And then based on all that information, they will uh, make their um, judgment then as to whether you're, they're happy enough to insure you or not. Okay, uh, so in terms of the cost of the premium then, if you get a cancer diagnosis, I would imagine that's going to affect it. Yeah, so what will happen is, one of five things will happen, okay? So, number one is you'll be accepted at no- normal rates. So, there won't be an extra premium rent to that, which is great. Number two, you could be de- you could be declined. So, they may not be um, prepared to take you on as a, a, as a customer. Uh, number three, you could be asked to pay an extra premium. And again, that'll depend on the type of cancer you've had, when you've had it, uh, and, and your medical history in relation to that. Number four, you could be postponed. Um, you know, so what that would mean basically is if you're if if they're still waiting, maybe results of 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 tests and that kind of thing, they may postpone you for six months and and maybe review it at that stage. And number five, in relation to, for instance, serious illness policies, they may do an exclusion. So they may say, yeah, we're happy enough to cover you for 
all these illnesses apart from anything to do with cancer. So there, that's okay. generally the five scenarios. Um, in relation to how much extra you may be, you, you, you may, it may cost you, how long is a piece of string? It depends really on the type of cancer you've had, how long you've been in remission um, and all, all, all other factors like that. And that, that would be decided then um, by the chief medical officer in that insurance company. What about people who already have life insurance but then get a cancer diagnosis? Yeah, so one of the big things here, if you have a life insurance policy and you have a cancer diagnosis, um, one of the things I would say to check in relation to that is a continuation option. Is there a continuation option built into your life insurance policy? What does that mean? It means that if you have life insurance, we'll say, uh, that you take out today for 10 years, that at the end of the 10 years, um, you have the option to continue that life insurance without any further medical evidence. You don't have to disclose in 10 years' time that you've had cancer or a heart attack or any, anything like that, and you pay, direct, you know, you pay the premium as a fit and healthy uh, man or woman be it, albeit that you're 10 years older than you are today. You know what I mean? So okay. a continuation option or a conversion option would be very important. If you have um, life insurance already and you don't have any diagnosis or anything like that, it, I would still recommend that you check that you have a continuation option built into it. It's, it's, it's extremely important. Um, hopefully you'll never need to use it. It's only a couple of extra quid every month to have that continuation option, but it is, it is something that I would encourage everyone to have. If is there any wriggle room or room for manoeuvre if your applications turn down? Like if you're declined, is it just kind of like that's it? Oh well, you know. Yeah. So again, I suppose your first stop really in in relation to any of this is talk to an advisor. Yeah. You know, and talk to someone that deals with the various uh, life insurance providers on the market. Not that not someone that just deals with one company. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, in I suppose in terms of one company versus another, yes, you could get two different decisions. What I would say, Alan, though, um, it's very easy to say, oh, well, if one company doesn't give you the insurance, the next company might. It's very, very unlikely because, and it's it goes back to the re- reinsurers. What that means is that if you, you might have five or six providers in the Irish market, but they might have only two reinsurers between the whole lot of them, and it's the actual reinsurers that decide um, as to whether they're going to take on this risk or not. So what you'll find is it's generally pretty standard across the board what one company will do the other company will will follow suit but however you'd never know and it is important that you talk to someone that has access to a number of different companies it's pretty simple in that you know you get your medical history you can send it directly to the underwriting department and they will give you an indication as to whether they're they're happy enough maybe to take it on or not Okay uh, just to finish then Tommy uh, one or two tips for people on you know if they haven't actually you know, regardless of having a cancer diagnosis or not, how do you go about applying for life insurance? Yeah, so basically, um, you can do it online. It's pretty simple. Uh, the one thing I would say to you when you're applying for any type of insurance, whether that's car insurance or life insurance or house insurance, be honest. Make sure that whatever questions you're asked, you answer them fully and honestly. Um, because, you know, whereas around 95 to 97% of life insurance claims are paid out, the 5 or 3% that aren't, claim, that aren't paid out are all down to non-disclosure and it's non-material disclosure. So for instance, if you make a mistake on your date of birth, so instead of putting in the 8th of March, you know what I mean, you put in the 8th of April or whatever, or it's, it's picked up wrong. That's not a material non-disclosure. A material non-disclosure would be something like you've had a cancer diagnosis or you've had a heart attack in, in, in the past. So yeah. be honest, um, I would always say talk to someone, as I said, with a, that deals with a number of different insurance companies to get the best rate, get the best policy, make sure you have a continuation option and, you know, shop around. 
like like, like you do with everything. <laughs> yeah, shopping around is yeah. definitely the the key sentence on which to finish. Uh, Tommy, thanks very much. Thanks Always a pleasure. That's uh, Tommy Corbett there from Kerry Corbett Financial Solutions. If you ever have any questions for Tommy at any stage of the week, do send them in. Oh eight six eighteen hundred nine six four. That is.